I'm scared of podcasts. Scared of podcasts? Like you're scared of ghosts? Yep. <gasps> Intro. Whoa. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Code Red On Air. Today, we're going to be talking about fear, horror, ghost stories, and some of our personal fears. Today, I'm joined by Incarone, Miss Code Beans, Tangerin, Spooky Bro, and I'm Arma. I think we're going to start with some ghost stories, because I believe a few people here have them. Connor, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Uh, would you like to? I've got quite a few, so I can just start us off, and then you can you can take over if you want to. Sick. <laughs> okay. So, my first story. It starts when I was, like, seven or eight years old. So, in, in the town that we live in, we've got this little, like, haunted walk thingy where, like, you go on, like, a tour downtown late at night, and, like, the tour guide just, like, takes you all over downtown and, like, shows you all, like, the haunted areas. So, my family, we bought four tickets. Um... I had to go on it, and I really didn't want to, because I was, like, so nervous at the, time, at the time, and I was, like, really scared of ghosts and stuff, and I wanted to stay home, because I knew my grandpa wasn't going, and I knew I could stay home with him, so I was like, Mom, Mom, I don't want to go, please don't make me go, and she's like, nope, we bought the ticket, you're going, so, yeah, um, it was maybe, like, an, it was at least an hour long, like, the tour, I was so scared the entire time, and, like, all the people in the group, they were like, oh my god, look, there's the ghost. When they were like, the tour guide would take us to a certain spot. And the tour guide would like whip around and be like, what, where, oh my god, where? So like, he was obviously terrified. And like, I was so scared, like, the entire time. And it didn't help that like, they took us to my mom's work. Because like, um, I don't know when it was exactly, but it was a long, long time ago. Part of her work burned down. And this was like, at least like a hundred years ago. So like, a long time ago. Part of her work burned down. Like, one of the buildings burned down. And it's... It's haunted. So they took us there to my mom's work. And it was haunted and they're just telling us the story. So like whenever my mom would like talk about her work for the next little while, I was just like, Are you are you talking about the the haunted building? Or are you are you are you talking about the ghost? So yeah, it was it was really traumatizing. I was so terrified. It was it was genuinely a horrible evening. I just I, I hated it. It was truly awful. So yeah. That's my first little intro ghost story. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. So, should I? Yeah, you can go, Connor. Alright, so this one's a bit more wholesome, not so much terrifying. Um, so, a little background. Um, my cat, Sylvester, passed away when I was four. He was a great cat. I loved him a lot. And, like, a few years later... I was maybe 12 at the time. Um, I was asleep, and um, I woke up to feeling, like, the weight of a cat uh, beside me. Now, it could have been either Perry or Tipser. I woke up, and I reached over to pet the cat, and, you know, it was fluffy. It was soft. Didn't meow, so I assumed it was Tipser. Um, but when I opened my eyes and looked over... There was nothing there. There was no cat. Oh. But like ghost cat. Well, one of the many uh, yeah. different Connors. Ghost Connor. <laughs> the first. The first, the first one. New Connor. Yep. 
So that kind of startled me a little, but honestly, it was kind of calming because, you know, it was like, oh, it's nice to know he's still around. You know, it was nice. Mm. Anyway, that's the end of that. It was over pretty quick. Nice wholesome <laughs> ghost story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a rare one. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't really have any specific ghost stories to my knowledge, but I have things that could have been ghost stories. So, all of my life that I can remember, I grew up on a farm. Turns out this farm was built over an abandoned gravel mine. There are, like, parts everywhere for it. And during one of the summers, me and a friend would go up to the barnyard at night and just sit around, talk, because we're stupid, and decide, hey, let's go up into the middle of the woods to talk instead of just sitting in a bedroom. But, you know... Standard night, as you do. And I'm not a paranoid person, but they were. And every now and then you'd hear sounds from the woods. We're sitting on like a concrete construction platform for structure that's being, that was being built. And every now and then, we were probably like 30 feet-ish from the woods, 10 meters roughly. Uh, and we just hear rustling and like chattering and stuff from over there and he was freaking out which is pretty funny when you're like five foot nine and the person next to you is six foot six freaking the fuck out it's amazing and he was like let's go back and i'm like nah this is fun i like this but let's just say the entire time felt like i was being watched which was nice when you're in the forest you just feel like you're being watched all the time i've gotten used to it kind of but there's a presence that you can always just feel. I I used to live um in front of a creek and there was like a little bit of like woodsy area back there. Whenever I would go back there like by myself or even with other people, I always, always, always felt like I was being watched. Like whether it was by like a person or like some sort of animal or just like a presence, there was always like something there like watching. That's just the thing with woods. Yeah. It's just, there's always mm-hmm. a feeling. Yeah, that's just always how it is, yeah. Honestly, being alone anywhere in, like, slightly darkened areas, you can feel like you're being watched. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. speaking of my, my old house, I have quite a few ghost stories from there. So, um, I'm going to talk about the, the three, at least three spirits that lived there. There was only three to my knowledge. One was a little boy, like a, a child boy. One, um, one was like an an older kind of woman. Like she wasn't like old by any means. Like she was definitely like middle aged though. Like she wasn't like a young adult or anything. And then the other was just like this like tall entity. Um, so when I lived in that house, I I changed rooms um twice. So I had my room, and then later on i moved into my brother's room and he got my old room because his was bigger and i was at that house more often than he was um so in the first room that was where like the tall entity was and it would just stand in front of my closet like it wouldn't move like it would just stand there yeah that's that's uncomforting oh yeah big time i don't like that i did not either but you know kind of got used to it it would just like stand there it was kind of like a shadowy figure or anything like no face just kind of like an outline i guess kind of like yeah just a shadow it never like did anything it would just stand there yeah. um 
Yeah, all of these spirits, they lived upstairs. Um, The little boy, he never did anything, like, bad or malicious. He was just kind of, like, he was just, like, a little terror, you know? Like, he just liked to cause a little bit of chaos. And mm-hmm. there, there was one time, I remember vividly, I was in the shower, and I saw the curtain moving a little bit, and I saw, like, a hand reach in. And it was, like, a little boy's hand. And I was like, okay, no. No, thank you. I was in this room first. You can come back later, but not right now. I'm in the shower. Please leave. And he left. He listened. He left. Politely fuck off. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he really liked being in the bathroom. And there was another time I was brushing my teeth. And I looked in the mirror and I saw his face just, like, from the hallway. And then, like, I blinked and he was just gone. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he wasn't bad or anything. He just, he just liked to cause a little bit of mayhem. And then the the last one, the woman, um, she was in the the second room, my my brother's old room, the one that I moved into. She she liked to move around a lot. She was either at the end of my bed or next to one of my windows, because I had two windows in that room. Um she would just like stand at the end of my bed and watch me. She would like look out the window, like kinda like sadly kinda. And I had one of my friends come over. And I was like, okay, wait, I need you to, like, come up to my room and, like, see if you can, like, feel her, see if you can see her. It's like, I know that it's not just me. So, she came up to my room, she looked in the door, she was like, no, I don't feel anything. And then she walked over to my bed and she stopped, like, a dead stop. And she was like, okay, I feel it. Like, I I feel her. I don't see her, but, like, I feel her, like, right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, Yeah, none of them ever tried to do anything, like, malicious or anything. I don't know, like, what kind of vibes like the the lady gave off like i don't know if she was good or bad like she never did anything but like i never was like certain on like what kind of energy she had mm-hmm. um so yeah that's pretty much it yeah yeah uh, i don't like that lot. yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> i feel like where i live if more people were to be around during things you all would notice things way before i would because I am bad at noticing anything. Um, but I have more stories, actually. Surprisingly. Again, none of them are confirmed ghost stories. But one night, I was tired but wanted to get fresh air. Um, and I went outside. Just outside, because I'm on the bottom floor of my house with a little glass sliding door. So I could just open it step outside quickly just to get a breath of fresh air and I hear rustling in the leaves and I jump up and almost bonk my head on the uh, balcony above me Uh, turns out it was my cat but still the entire time I felt like I was being watched not from where my cat was but from other places now I think I'll pass the torch off to Aaron, who's been awfully quiet. Uh oh. Okay, I listen. I didn't think I had any ghost stories until Honor started talking about Ghost Cat, and then I was like, "Yo, holy shit! I have Ghost Cat too." So <laughs> yes, I would like one Ghost Cat, please. Oh, <laughs> all right. Order up. Um, I never. So like, growing up, I never really believed in ghosts, and I was always like. And I, I've never really had any ghost experiences, so it's like, 
I don't really have a reason to believe it. However, we moved into my new house, and then we had a cat when we moved in. His name was Whiskers, and he was the best. And then, um, uh, after about a few months, he ran away. And then, uh, yeah, about like a year or two later, our oldest cat, Maggie, she was 26, I think. She passed away. Um, and so we ended up getting two new cats. And then they w- I will say I am wholeheartedly a believer that cats can 100% see ghosts. I believe yeah, that yeah. with all my heart. And so when I got these new kittens, they were like really good and normal. But like they would just keep staring at stuff when nothing was there and there was a few times where they'd be like running on the floor and then they would just stop and like stare at something like there was something right in front of them and then they'd like go back and just keep playing and I was like um hmm I think my I think I have a ghost cat and then it was it was it was calm for a few years we ended up getting a few more cats but like they do it ever so often and like sometimes i would hear that we have an attic but it's just like a little storage attic so we don't ever go up there and sometimes i just hear little like little little footsteps up there but it's not like human footsteps it's like animal footsteps and we've been up there several times and there's nothing living in there we don't have rats so ghost cat and then uh but yeah things weren't really that suspicious at all but then uh, a few weeks ago my my cat passed away unfortunately uh, my good good boy and i don't know ever since then my oldest cat Smokey, who was like really close to him just keeps like acting like he's still around like he'll jump up on my bed and then stare at the spot on my pillow where he usually sleeps and just like stare at it for a minute like there's something there and then he'll just curl up at the end of my bed instead instead of getting up there and he'll like just stare on the floor and like at the toys like there's like something there but there's no bugs or anything like that so i wholeheartedly believe that i have ghost cats oh that's so sad yeah once again i have another one it's not quite a not quite a ghost story. Again, quick thing, I do kind of believe in ghosts, but I want to. I haven't had any proof yet. But I have a friend who does. Same same six foot six friend. Very jumpy. Which is always funny. But we'd like other times when we were like sitting out during like the summer, because you know, what else are you gonna do when you live in the middle of nowhere? And we just like sit there talking about like stupid things in like video games and anime but like oh most of the time we'd be either sitting up in the barnyard on like that big concrete platform i was talking about or down in my driveway i have a very large driveway it can hold like at least 12 cars if you like cram them in it's big but we'd like sit on this little like concrete wall in the driveway and every now and then We'd hear, like, the sounds, and I'd be like, oh, it's a squirrel. But then I, like, yawned. And sometimes when I yawn, I make a, like, ghost zombie, like, sound groan. And 
It freaked him the fuck out. <laughs> Excuse my French. And then I realized that, oh, that's a real good way to mess with one. So I continued throughout the night. So that was fun. Some people like to watch the world burn. Yeah. I have mm. one. Oh, go ahead. Now this one. This one's a bit more unsettling, honestly. Um, so uh, my great-grandma died a few years ago. And um, uh, she lived with my great-uncle. Um, the night that she passed away, he woke up and saw her sitting on the end of his bed. Oh, don't like that. Leave that. I'll just leave that there for you. When I heard that from my dad, I almost crapped myself. I have other, like, odd experience stories that I can't be sure if they're ghost stories. But based on where I live, they very much could or couldn't be. I've had the whole, like, seeing shadowy figures in the woods, like, from far away. But I could easily write that off as being, like, a deer or something. Or other, like, things like that. But the ones that, like, make me question it the most is words. Hearing words. And, like, sentences. But it's always distorted enough that, like, it's hard to make out. It's hard to, for me to truly believe in supernatural, but I want to. I don't know why, but I just remembered a story from when I was little. Ooh, go for okay. it. Okay. Um, so, when I was younger, we used to do, um, trips to, uh the u.s for some shopping ew and imagine u.s says you anyway um so we went there with my nana um and me and my sister stayed in a hotel room with her we went to bed and i could not fall asleep i look over and i see a shadow like a silhouette of a man in a fedora and a trench coat david and he, yeah, David. So and he just Malady. stood there. <laughs> so he just stood there, watching me, and inevitably he went away. But a few years later, I saw this post on Instagram. So I would follow like spooky Instagram accounts, like spooky facts and stuff. And I saw a post from one of those, talking about. A silhouette of a man in a fedora and a trench coat who checks up on kids while they sleep to make sure they're okay. What the? And that just... Jesus. Well, that's kind of wholesome. It, it's it kind is. of wholesome, but like also unsettling at the same time. Yeah, that's horrifying. Mm. I told yeah. my dad about it a few years later. when I Like, a little after I saw the post. And he... Um, he was like, that's actually kind of spine-chilling. Yeah. Because, like, our family has, like, huge history with the supernatural. Um, so, like, <laughs> stuff like that is always, like, not surprising, but still creepy. Yeah. It's, it's a back, back alley, uh, back alley Santa Claus. <laughs> Sandman. Um, yeah. Oh, okay, I, I have, I have another one. Okay, Ooh. so... It, it's kind of like that like black figure that I would see in my room and I, I just want to like clarify that black figure 
it was like gigantic like it took up the entire wall that's how tall it was like it wasn't just like a normal like human size like slightly tall thing it was it was david size no it, it genuinely was like massive it was huge um so it was sometime in the summer i was walking my dog and there was this like little path that i would take like i would like go up the street and then like down like the side streets so i was going down the side street and across the road like underneath a street light they weren't turned on yet um because it was still early enough and it was it was just standing underneath this light. there was another figure another tall black figure it was just standing there my dog saw it too like i was still walking she just kind of like stopped and was staring so i was like okay let's let's just let's keep going let's let's not stop let's just keep going come on let's go and it was just there like it was just standing there it wasn't doing anything it was just standing and it was it was still super tall like it was over like half as tall as like the street light was like it was it was so tall Jeez. yeah so it was kind of kind of really scary because that was the first time i'd seen anything like outside of my house or like out in public because when, when I went on that, like, haunted walk thing, there were no, like, actual ghosts that we saw. So this was the first time I'd seen anything, like, outside in the world, in public. And it... To remind me if I ever want to run into supernatural things, to just walk with you for a little bit at night. I mean, yeah. Yeah, basically. Like, I, I see so much stuff. There was something, like, a couple weeks ago, I thought, because, like, there was one night I was having issues falling asleep. So I was lying on my side, and then I just, like, opened my eyes, and I thought I saw something, like, standing next to my dresser, and I was like, no, that's probably nothing. And then it was just still there. And then it was gone the next night. Hmm. Yeah, so if you ever want to um, experience the paranormal, just come hang out in my house with me for a while, because there's always, always seems to be something going on in Ghost any day. house that I live in. TCR podcast in person in a haunted building. Yeah, just come to my house. Plot twist, Jillian's a ghost. <gasps> well, Ryan, oh, when you're dear. supposed to share that with everyone. So, just just a reminder for all of us, if we move in with Jill, we're going to have to deal with ghosts. Yes. Yeah. Jill, yeah. Jill brings extra roommates. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I do. Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay. Will they pay rent? I, no, they won't pay rent, unfortunately. I just thought of another thing, though. So, this happened. In the middle of the night, as I was trying to fall asleep, um, I was, I was lying down in my bed. I was facing towards my window, so like I was lying on my side, and like out of nowhere, I have no idea what it was. Nothing in my room like shifted or fell. Like nothing happened. I just hear this like absolutely like so loud, just sigh, and like it was a human sigh, and it was just like, it's like I didn't make it. There was nothing else in my room that could have made it. My dog wasn't staying with me that night. I have no idea what it was. There's not enough room for anything to hide under my bed. Same with my closet. I have no idea what it was. Oh, shit. I remember things. Oh. Okay. So I, my room has access to a very easy opening door. Glass, like full glass sliding door, which is like terrifying to sleep next to because it can't lock. And normally I sleep with headphones on. Because when you live in the middle of the country, you know that noises at night don't mean good things. So you ignore them. That's why, like, every person in a horror movie is from the city. Uh, but, like, one night I heard a big-ass, like, thump against my door. No clue what it was. I There was no, like, shadow or anything. 
peering into my door or anything. It definitely wasn't a cat. Because no cat could do that. So I just went to sleep. I just went back to sleep. Just, no. Not not today. I'd be the worst paranormal investigator. No, I mean, that's that's pretty much just Shame like, read all the like, ghost interactions. Just kind of like, oh, okay. All right. All right. Thank, yeah. thank you okay, for that. Uh, bugger off. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much how it goes, yeah. I think if that's... Does anyone have any other... Uh, ghost stories to catch up on, or should we move into our next section? Other than my Nana's creepy basement? Not really. Creepy basement? Do we want to go over the creepy basement? Creepy basement. Alright, here we go. So, my Nana's <laughs> house is pretty darn old. And the basement, although it's very nice, it's very clearly haunted. Um, my grandpa, he passed away of cancer before I was born. And every time I go down there, like, he spent a lot of time down there. He even, like, built it all himself. So every time I go down there to get, like, a Coke from the bar, like, and there's a mirror behind the bar. I'm always, like, looking in the mirror to make sure no apparitions appear because I'm not messing with that. Not today. Not now. <laughs> not ever. Yeah. Don't want to see no ghosts. Yeah. I just kind of run up the stairs. Like, you know, and then, every time. and then the day happens in which you hear something running up behind you. No. Shut up. Stop. <laughs> I don't like that. Just wait. Well, if that's the last ghost story, we can move on yep. to some of our personal fears. Yeah. I I can start, if you want, with one of my basic fears. Mm -hmm. Alright. I don't have a fear of heights. I have a fear from, of falling from heights. I'm fine knowing that I'm a hundred feet up in the air in a building, as long as there's no feasible way of me falling. But 20 feet up in the air, on a very thin platform that wobbles, that's terrifying. I'm worried about going splat. I mean, I know that there's <laughs> that one build. I mean, you know those big skyscrapers where they have glass yeah. floors? I know I'm not. Yeah. I know that oh I'm not going to fall through and all that, but that just seems really scary because you, you can see it. The you, you can see the drop. There's absolutely no way for you to fall down, but oh still. Oh my god. There I I know of the most asshole design in the world. It is a bridge in which the entire walkway is basically TVs. Oh, the one where it cracks? The one where it cracks as you step yeah. on it. Oh my god. Yeah. There's a video of this man just freaking the fuck out. Because the because it looks like just a big glass bridge. But then when you step on it, like and he's like fucking he falls and is like, oh my god, I hate that. I hate it so much. Has anyone here been to Canada's Wonderland? Yeah. yeah. Nope. Okay, so at Canada's Wonderland, there's this ride that's like somewhat new. It was, it's, it was made in the past like 10 years or something. But it's basically like a 50 foot tall swing. Um, so there's like these seats that hang down and then it's like 50 feet in the air and it just you just swing around in a circle 
and everyone yeah everyone who's been on it has said it's like the most calming thing ever and my family goes on it like every time and they're like it's the best part and i refuse to go on it and they're always like oh come well you'll go on like leviathan and the other huge roller coasters so like why is it different and i'm like it's different because with roller coasters they're fast and you're like strapped in and you're only at the highest point for like five seconds I don't want to be sitting in a swing looking down for like five Mm -hmm. minutes 50 feet because I will the entire time I'll just fear that the seat will fall off and I will die I saw a video on TikTok of that ride it broke and it had stopped at like the top of the tower no oh no yeah it was it was awful like I was just like watching in shock and like all the people like they were okay they were just kind of like freaking out and they got it like fixed again I'm pretty sure but like I I never want that to happen to me. The only only, like big ride at Panos Wonderland that I can like deal with without my brain going what if it breaks what if it breaks what if it breaks is the uh, nightmare. A description for those who haven't been there it's a big wheel with like separate like cages that you then also strap yourself into oh and then it starts spinning it starts spinning and it's horizontal and slowly just goes vertical that's the one where it's like shaped like a fan right kind of yeah it's just a big disc huh i love that one it's just kind of like a big wheel right it's a big wheel that goes from being horizontal to vertical yeah yeah Wait, that one I'm good with. That one I'm. You know that ride that's near like one of the entrances or something, and like it's those people in like the the big chairs that kind of like spin around and then they like dip down like right into the fountain. Oh, uh, Riptide, I think is is what it's called. Yeah, that that might be it, but yeah, I've always hated that one because like like the whole machine like spins so many times. Yeah, I went on that one and it was very scary. Yeah, it's my mom's favorite yeah yeah something that i'm scared of i'm i'm also scared of heights not even just like falling i'm just scared of heights so i was at the cn tower once with my my dad my brother and my grandpa and you know how they have like little section of it where it's like glass floor Mm -hmm. my dad forced me to lie down on that when there were other kids on it jumping on it so he'd get a picture Mm -hmm. Oh, oh no! No, no. I, I was so scared. I, I was like, like "No, it's gonna fall!" Because there were other kids jumping on it, and he was like, "No, it's not. You're gonna be fine." So he made me lie down on it and take a picture. It was you awful. That, like, you know that like subreddit sweaty palms? No. no. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's a subreddit in which people. We can go over that at some point. It's a subreddit in which like people do a whole bunch of like activities that just set people's nerves ablaze. Yeah. Wow. It's like jumping on glass floors, doing parkour off of build, off of skyscrapers and stuff. Uh, yeah, that never works for me, just because like, I don't care about the person in the video. <laughs> yeah, th- there's also like uh, there's too much of disconnect. Swimming with like sharks and stuff, but the mm-hmm. one, the one is like those roads in like in uh like Europe and stuff. That are on the sides of mountains and have no guardrails are and are stupid thin. I don't yeah, trust well, those. Yeah. No. No. Mm-mm. No. No, and especially when there's no. like one car going one way and the other going the other way. What do you do? Yeah, it's 
especially with like buses going over that no one wrong move and you're and like that's like 50 people dead yeah. yeah um branching off of the what cody briefly said about swimming with sharks i i can uh if people are done with the height talk i can uh, branch off into my biggest fear mm-hmm. well i have mm-hmm. a little thing to add okay okay subtract um, <laughs> subtract um on so to my bus route um takes me over like this i don't know what it what i'd call it is it like an overpass like i don't know what it's called um it's kind of like a bridge mm-hmm. over some train tracks um yeah yeah um whenever i'm on the bus um our bus driver she's kind of insane when driving <laughs> Um, yeah, it's an overpass. She's insane while driving. And sometimes mm-hmm. comes ridiculously close to the edge. So every time, every day, when I'm coming home, I just prepare myself like, this is it. This is the last day I'll be alive. We're gonna fall. I'm gonna die. Oh, God. And then I'm like, then I kind of like look at my sister like, oh, God, would I have to catch her if we fall? Would I try? Like, goodbye, I guess. My last day, this is our last day on Earth. We're all gonna die. It's terrifying. Yeah. Alright, Aaron. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think uh, a, a very common fear, I think a lot of people are scared of, like, open ocean and deep water and stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The fear I have kind of branches off of that. Um, so I'm not necessarily, like, I 100% could swim in the ocean or in the open ocean, but I have what's called, what is called submechanophobia, which by definition is described as the fear of large man-made objects underwater, but for me it's more just like any object, like any large object underwater, like, I could swim in the open ocean just fine, but if I was swimming and saw, like, 50 feet below me a shipwreck or something, or even just, like, a large pipe of some kind, I would freak out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't trust the open seas. Mm-hmm. I don't trust open water, and I don't trust murky water. Oh, oh my yeah. god, murky water? Absolutely not. I don't like um, not being able to see the bottom, and where we live, we live in a spot with uh, snapping turtles. No. No, thank you. I'm good. My, uh, I, I only discovered what submechanophobia was, like, two or three years ago, and when I read it, I was like, oh, oh yeah, maybe, and then when I saw the images attached, I was like, oh, yep, I have that, but the my biggest, uh, moment that I remember that made me realize I had some fear relating to that as a kid was when I was at some like lake with my family and there was a dock but I was at the dock and then I had jumped into the water and the water is like pretty dark so mm-hmm. I remember jumping off the dock and being underwater and just seeing the chain from that like keeps the dock and the chain just went down and just like disappeared and I couldn't see the rest of it and I was like 
hell no. And I started freaking out and then I had to go back into the water after that. That's totally it, fair. If I saw something like that, I also would freak out. Mm-hmm. It was so I mean, scary. It's like, it's fine if there's something down there, but if like you can see it going down and then it disappears, absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. Murky water, I know it's shallow enough to be like, I could probably get out of it easy, but like the open ocean, no. Because you can only see like, yeah. what, 20 or 50 feet? So my nightmare nightmare scenario is swimming in like the ocean, even with like a boat nearby, looking down and either either seeing a large silhouette moving beneath me. Yeah. Or the face of like a orca or shark. Mm -hmm. Or another creature that we're going to, I'm going to mention in a second, just Mm -hmm. swimming up. Yeah. It's just, it's so, it's so weird for me because i'm like i'm not necessarily scared of creatures in the water like i i would i 100 percent want to swim with sharks at some point in my life but if i was swimming and just saw like a boat underwater that was like shipwrecked i'd be like no i'm out i'm never going back here again yeah i'm not scared of the animal itself i'm scared of being in the water with it when i can't yeah see it. yeah for me I, I've never really been, like, terrified of sharks. Like, you know, like, I wouldn't necessarily want to, like, swim with them or anything. And, like, I know that sharks don't actually, like, hurt humans as often as, like, we think they do. But in film studies class, we had to watch Jaws, and now I'm scared of them. Oh. Yeah. I've never, I was, like, obsessed with sharks as a kid. Like, when I was, like, six, Jaws was my favorite movie, and I would watch, like, every single shark documentary. I was, like, obsessed, but I'm so scared of the ocean. I just like sharks. It's weird. I I seem to be the only psychopath that's not afraid of the ocean or deep water. I don't know if if I ever yeah like shark yeah the the, the the deadly creatures well creatures that can kill or hurt you obviously I wouldn't want to be near them because well I don't want to die or get hurt but like swimming in the open ocean or like not being able to see the bottom that's fine for me but I guess mm-hmm. the, the the only real problem for me is like if there's if if you're walking in the lake and there's algae at the bottom so then you you touch the squishy yucky gross stuff. Ugh. Oh, I'm so I'm so terrified of seaweed. It's so scary. My mom used to be a diver. Like she used to just like be a recreational diver, and I have no idea how she was able to like go down so far with like seaweed and stuff. She's told me that like she's dived with sharks before, and like I I never understand like how she's able to do that stuff. I I never. I can't do seaweed. I hate it. It's not a scary thing for me. It's just gross and disgusting that I don't want. I I would. If I had, like, the diver suit on and it doesn't touch my skin, that's fine. Like, yeah. see, for me, seaweed is kind of like tall grass. Like, you can't really see what's hiding in there. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was briefly talking the, uh, yesterday about how, uh, at, like, of the combination of submechanophobia and seaweed. Um, everyone knows my favorite game is Breath of the Wild. I play it, like... 24 7 there's one area in breath of the wild that's called skull lake which is just like a a huge like really deep lake that you can't see the bottom of it but there are these huge tall flowers that are like the blooms are huge and you can just see the top of the flower and then the like 
stems of it go down and just like into the black abyss and you can't see the rest and it freaks me out so bad i can never stay in that area i hate that the game subnautica messes with all three of us oh yeah i've played it i'll stay away it terrifies me yesterday me aaron and connor were all discussing this Mm -hmm. and aaron has now brought to my attention a new fear Or at least a mistrust. I do not trust leopard seals. I'm sending an image that Ryan can edit in. Oh, by the way, if you're searching up images, look them up at your own risk. I don't yeah, trust that it's thing. horrifying. Oh my look god. That bastard. I don't trust that thing in water. Wait, let me find the one that we it's saw before. Hang on. It's just the eyes for me, like no, on, there's there's malice yeah. behind those eyes. Hang on, on, on Wait, land, look at this I, on one. land, I'm fine with them. On land, they look like dumb little sausages, and I love it. But like in water, I'm terrified of them. In murky um, ocean water, I don't trust. But they look no cool. trust. They look cute. I'm sending. This is the one that I saw yesterday that made me be like. Mm, oh. nope. <laughs> oh, no. That looks oh. like a cursed image. How does, that, how does that go to that? Like, no, no thank you. Here. Their no. eyes are so scary. Yeah. Oh my god, like, I hate that. <laughs> they are built. Oh god, I, I hate that. I hate that so much. It, uh, like they look cute great. on land. They look cute on land. In water, they looked horrifying. Yeah. yeah. They're, just, they're just built to murder me. How big is a leopard seal? I should Google that. Oh, yeah. So I was talking about um, one of my favorite movies as a kid was Happy Feet. I always loved Happy Feet. But there's a scene in Happy Feet where it's like a three-minute scene of him being chased by this giant leopard seal and for some reason they just decided to animate the leopard seal as like the scariest thing in the world and it was so horrifying it scared me so much as a kid uh leopard seals are anywhere from 10 to 12 feet long jesus Christ, this thing's oh my god aaron oh my god double the length of brody no he's so scary i don't like that i don't trust this Oh, double the length. Okay. Two brothers, but they can swim. So there's something. Oh Jesus! Why'd you have to send another freaking photo of that I'm thing? I'm sorry. That thing is just <laughs> horrifying. That is so awful. Oh, so scary. God. Anyway, I'm gonna send a few photos, and I want your reaction. Do you really to have this? to make my job harder? <laughs> yes. Yes. Just to spite you. Ooh, that looks cool. Though. Oh, these photos. That okay? That looks cool. Oh, that no, looks cool. I can't. No, no. That no, is no. That doesn't bug me. Okay, the that first the two are fine. This cool. The first Poland. two are fine with me. The the third one is not. And it's for divers to practice. Okay, the third one looks like a hole to the abyss, but I'm fine with it because there's nothing. There's no creature in it. Yeah, there's nothing that's no, gonna kill me. No, I can't. Yeah, I I don't like the last one, but I'm fine with the first two. Yeah, I love the first swimming. one. The first one's fine. Second one's on thin ice. Third one, uh, uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. Rip literally like, everybody that's uh, listening to this on Spotify because they can't see any of this. Hear me out. Imagine you're practicing to become a diver. You're swimming in this pool. You're almost at the bottom, and you look up, 
and you see nothing because you're so far down. It's no, just no, nothing to no. Fit. But that looks there that, that sounds nothing. cool though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm I'm fine with this pool. If there were a creature in it that was bigger than Brody, then I'm scared. If there's something that would that that, that is able to kill me, then no, because I, I have a sense of, you know, survival. Survival? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Also, just, I think one of the scariest things about leopard skills is just how fast they can swim. Those bastards can turn on a dime. I it's still think it's so fine. horrifying. They do not look like they should be able to move that well, but they can. Another thing I don't trust is orcas. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, adorable. Absolutely not. They're adorable. I love them. I don't trust it. Orcas Just are like... a predator to moose. Yeah. Yeah. Like, imagine that. Jesus. Imagine something that can take down a moose. That's terrifying. Yeah, I don't think people. I don't think enough people realize how big moose are. Yeah. Like moose, moose like, are really scary. They're just like massive, but orcas taking down something yeah. that big, like the fact that they're like a natural predator to the moose, that is terrifying. Just a moose. Yeah. Imagine watching a moose casually swim, and then an orca just <laughs> gone. A moose be uh, six. A moose can be six foot nine tall, and its jump height is unmeasured. Only <laughs> by unmeasured. No one knows the actual jump height of a moose. Do you guys want to hear something that I'm power of its legs? Okay. I'm, yes. I'm going what? to share. I'm terrified of squirrels, and there's a backstory for this. <laughs> so, like I mentioned before, my old house, we used to live in front of like this little like woodsy area, so we would get squirrels like all the time. Um in the winter we set up like bird feeders for the birds to come by, but like the squirrels would always try to get them. And we had like a privacy lattice on our deck, but underneath it was a hole between the fence and like the house. So if my dog went under mm-hmm. the deck, she could get out. So we put a second one up, so it would be able to like stop her from doing that. But the issue was, the two lattices, they didn't touch at the top, so they made this kind of like V that like squirrels could get into, but like they couldn't get down. So they would get stuck in there sometimes, and we would have to go, go outside like with a broom and like kind of like bang on the lattice, to, like scare them up to the top so they would run away. So I was doing that one time. A squirrel had been off the computer, like we scared it away, it went in the lattice. So I had to go outside, I had to like shake the broom out of it, like knock the lattice and stuff. So it comes up to the top of the lattice. It kind of like looks around for a second. It jumps towards me and it goes maybe a foot away from my face. And I'm I'm screaming the entire time. Like I'm so scared of this thing because it's like flying at my face. And then afterwards, that's when I realized squirrels don't just like come flying at your face. They also come flying down at you from the trees. Oh, there can just be like a sneak attack from a squirrel. So I'm, I am terrified of squirrels. I'm so scared of them. I hate and them. And you don't know um, if they have rabies or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, branching off of that, I also have like a super irrational animal fear, and it's ladybugs. Mm-hmm. Um, which sounds stupid. I think ladybugs are super cute. Like I can, I can somewhat chill with ladybugs, but like, um. I can, I love insects, like, I could deal with praying mantises, I adore spiders, I love spiders so much, ladybugs, I cannot do, and that is because when I was probably 11 or 12 years old, um, during 
like the spring or beginning of winter, ladybugs would always come and just chill in our house because it's warm. So there was always like ladybugs in my room. And then the scary thing about ladybugs in your house is that they just like to fly at your face and it's awful. And my biggest fear as a kid was always just that bugs would go into my ears and I hated it. Mm. Um because I once had a friend when I was like nine who a bee flew into his ear and stung him in the ear. Oh. Um, Ow. And one night I was sitting on my bed at like 10 p.m. just like playing stuff on my laptop and there was a ladybug in my room. And then as I put it away and laid down to go to sleep, one flew directly into my ear. No! And oh, then it no. wouldn't get out. And I had to go to the bathroom and just, like, shake my head around because it wouldn't get out of my ear. Oh, oh my that's, god, that's no. Funny. So now I'm scared of ladybugs. Speaking of yeah. bugs and ears, oh. I remember when I was, like, f- a tiny little baby poopy child with the diaper. You are now. Um, yeah. There was, like, a yeah. fly thing that I don't know what the hell it was. All that I know is that I turn- I was on, like, the, the back porch of my house. This was still in Canada, so... This was a really long ass time ago. Um, I I don't know. I, I just turned around and then I saw two red red eyes that just like r- crashed into my face and somehow it got to my ear and it started biting me, like really really hard as hard as it could or something. I don't know. I don't know what the hell it was, but it was it just it just yeah. started biting my ear. I don't know how it got to my ear or whatever. And then I, I and then, well, dead, killed it. My, my my older brother just started smushing it. <laughs> okay. It's probably like a, a horse fly or something. Oh. Alrighty. Uh, I have another... Okay, it's not really a kind of in-person fear. I... Okay, you know monsters in games and like in books and movies and all that stuff? Yes. Like, everyone's always scared of like the bigger lumbering ones or like the small fat mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. I don't like the ones that are big and fast or like lanky. I don't trust yep. lanky creatures. Yeah. I don't think Me there's either. a single fictional monster that I'm afraid of because I know that it's fictional. Yeah, like, same. If something like is big and lanky, I don't trust it because those things can move fast based on their size and that's yeah. terrifying. Also, a moose can just yeah. bring it back to the moose jumping thing. I just watched a video of a moose casually jumping a car uh or a moose casually jumping a four foot high fence Jesus. And by jump i mean basically just stepping over it oh yeah moose are huge moose are big don't trust them i don't trust big animals nope it's like you can crush my bones by just like like lightly like stepping on my back i'm just good strolling along you mm-hmm. kill me Wait, there was like a story in the news somewhere about somewhere like about a a drunk moose like accidentally killing a woman when she was out on a walk. What the? Yeah, I don't remember where it was. I don't know if it was like here in Canada or like somewhere in like America or even in like Europe or wherever. But there was a moose and like it had eaten fruit from a tree that like fermented, so it got drunk, and it killed a woman. Well, oh my god! Jesus. Hmm. Sometimes I forget that moose aren't native to Canada. Yeah. And then they can be in other places. Mm-hmm. This is just inviting all of the Canadian stereotype jokes. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Or I just, I genuinely forgot. I mean, I guess another Canadian stereotype. I don't know a single Canadian who isn't scared of geese. 
Oh god, I got chased by those Terrible. one. Awful. I hate them. Terrible I'm not scared of geese. I've I know that the geese are like horrible and will kill anything and everything. Geese are gonna take over the world. But I'm not afraid I'm not, of them. I'm not scared yeah. of them. I don't trust them. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I definitely don't trust Maybe them because it, it doesn't matter what you do, they're gonna get mad. You need to stay a mile away from yeah. them if, no. if you want to make so, sure that they don't get mad at you. My mom, she once told me a story about how my parents, they were on a walk one day. I don't think this was here, like where we live. It was somewhere else, but it was still in Canada. So they went out on a walk and like they found like a little path that they wanted to go down, but there were a bunch of geese. So they took the path next to it. The geese still chased them. <laughs> Damn. Like they they went on the other path to avoid the geese and they still got chased. Ge geese are kind of crazy. I remember a like what is it a wiki how article on how to fight an ostrich that exists. <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, the Australians would have probably liked that during the emu war. But it's an ostrich, not um, an emu. They're about the same kind of creature. Emus are. I know someone with ostriches. emus. They're assholes. Okay, I'm gonna read through this wiki how article to end off when we decide to end off. But, by the way, just a quick warning, or just a quick thing about emus, they can kick a hole through your chest. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Big Their legs are very strong, and they have talons that can just gore you. Ooh. Also, they're dickheads. They run up behind people, peck them on the head, and then run away. <laughs> of course. Same. Just trolls. Also, magpies... Like, we'll dive bomb people, so some people have to, like, wear bike helmets in certain places when going on a walk. Damn. And they steal the bike helmet because it's shiny. Do we have any more fears or animal fears that we want to talk about? Or should we move on okay. to a different set of fears? I'm just scared of spiders, that's it. Yes, if a spider is bigger than a dime, then absolutely I will not. No, go, shoo. No, no, no. <laughs> Too big. Spiders, okay. dogs, geese. Ever seen a spider? I do, my do, not, do not even. No. No. <laughs> Goliath bird eater. Oh yeah, the Goliath bird eater. The, what is another one that's like super huge? Well, yeah, clock spiders are are the reason clock spiders are called clock spiders is because uh they're literally the size of a clock. Oh. Like. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, like they're that. absolutely massive. Like they they can like hide behind clocks. Those are too big. They yeah. fit in clocks are so big. And of That's course, of course, both of them are from Australia. Listen, you know, as uh... someone who, as someone who wants to live in Australia, I I've had to get I've had to get get used to spiders. Australia is <laughs> uh, I would like to 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 visit Australia. It's a cool place. Okay. Uh, you know what? Uh, animal Tamatoa from Moana is based off of. Mm. The coconut crab. Oh yes. Oh my god. Just, just. First off, these things are carnivorous. These things are carnivorous. Here's just a dude next to one. I don't think we can use oh. this specific image. These things murder chickens and just eat them. No. Okay. So there's like conspiracy theory about Amelia Earhart and how like she survived in her plane, like. It crashed, yeah, but she survived it, and she was, like, living on an island for a while, but then she, like, got eaten by coconut crabs. Yeah. Like, that's... Oh. Could have yeah. happened. They eat flesh. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know if it's, like, confirmed or not, but, like, it's... That thing is so massive. I hate that's it. That's a crab. That's just a crab. 
you know it's e I, I also don't like wasps but that's a pretty na I, i'd say that's a pretty understandable fear because you know they're wasps yeah. i don't like i'm scared of dogs i think before i go over the how to wiki how how to fight an ostrich i'm gonna put one last creature going back to our deep water fear this animal is a colossal squid. Oh, the, the, is, is it a no, weird looking no, squid thing? No, don't do it, Cody. No, don't do it. I have to do it. I'm sorry. No, no don't do it. No, no. Is, is it the one with like um, dish sized eyes? Yeah, like, it. yeah. Oh. Yeah, those things, I, I think they look cool because Kraken. Oh, that's so scary. I don't trust oh. one in water. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want to be in the same water as them because, like, no. I for me, I never really, I never really realized, but like squids and octopi, they're like kind of terrifying. Think about it because like they're big. Uh, like you think about it, and they're like, oh, they're okay, but like no, they're they're big. Octopi well, try to drive like, divers all the time. Yeah. Yeah, my that's my fear. That's why I'm scared of them. Is just because the idea that they can totally just grab you and never let go and just pull you yeah. under. Yeah, just, like those things are huge, and they yeah. like have so many arms. They'll grab you. Oh, no, I don't like that one. There's a spider, that's a spider squid. Ugh. Just a quick, uh, it hasn't given me, oh, these things are about 14 meters long, by the way. Oh. Uh, and they casually fight whales. I hate that. Like, oh so do I. I don't even know if that's, like, the entire length, including the tentacles. That could be just without the tentacles. Oh, sorry, uh, a colossal squid, yeah, is, we don't know. Oh yeah, because nobody. Oh there, my there is no actual evidence of. Well, there's no actual images of a colossal squid, or like no, nobody's gotten a colossal squid to research. No one's gotten a body. Yeah, that's what I meant. A sperm whale is roughly a sperm whale is roughly fifteen feet. A giant squid is eighteen. Or sorry, fifteen meters. A giant squid is an eighteen meters. Colossal squid? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? We also don't even know if those are fully grown. Yeah, we don't know. And now, before we end off, I think I will go through the wiki how on how to survive an encounter with an ostrich. Punch <laughs> in the neck. Step one. Method one. Evading a charging ostrich. One. Run for nearby cover. Expect ostriches to attain speeds of 34 or 43 miles per hour over open ground. If there are no dense vegetation or wind or woods close enough for you to reach before the, the ostrich reaches at you, Sprint for that. So basically, if there's anything nearby, run for it. Prevent the ostrich from attaining optimum speed so it has less chance to outrun you. If there are more sturdy cover than vegetation, such as a car or man-made structure, go for it. A super kick of an ostrich leg can hit you with the impact of 500 PSI, enough to kill a human. If you don't think you can make it, do not attempt it. Ostriches are extremely fast and will attack you by kicking you in the back as soon as they catch up to you. Step 2. Hide. Rest assured that while an ostrich does eat meat, they stick to insects, small reptiles, and rodents. Understand that provoked ostrich will chase humans primarily because it feels threatened, not because it wants to eat them. At your first opportunity, duck behind cover that conceals you from its view, rather than risk a prolonged chase. Expect the ostrich to lose interest once it thinks you're gone. Step 3. Elevate yourself. Remember, ostriches are incapable of flight. If there's no place to hide from it on the ground, climb a tree, fence, or other structure. Wait for the ostrich to lose interest and leave before you get back down. An adult ostrich stands typically 7 to 9 feet tall. 
Although it has no teeth, it may jab at you with its beak, potentially upsetting your balance. Seek higher elevation to keep out of range. Step four, dive into a thorn bush. Oh. Opt for dang razors instead, then getting disemboweled by an ostrich's sharp talons. Step five, lay on the ground. Or option five, lay on the ground. It'll peck at you, but it won't kick you. Use your arms to protect your skull. Your skull. It may, the ostrich may even stand or sit on you before it tries, before it tires. An adult ostrich weighs between 190 and 350 pounds. Method two, fighting the ostrich. <laughs> of course. Oh my god, no. Step one, get a long weapon. Of course, yeah. If you're forced to defend yourself from an ostrich, avoid close quarters combat. Keep as far out of reach as its legs as you can. Use the nearest long object you can use as a weapon, such as a pole, rake, broom, or branch. If you have a gun, use it. <laughs> Aim for the ostrich's main body to better ensure hitting your target. Although it, they may be attacking with their legs and or beak, their legs and neck are very thin and easy to miss. Just, okay, Step so I'm two. just gonna bring a, a whole halberd every time we go, every time we go to Australia. Yeah. Uh, step two. Keep to the ostrich's side. Consider yourself most at risk when you, when the two of you are face to face. Mm -hmm. Remember, the ostrich is only able to kick its legs directly in front of it. Stay behind or to the side of the bird and keep as much possible distance between you from its most powerful weapon. Step three. Aim for the neck. This is with a stick. Consider this to be the ostrich's weakest body part. Strike it where it's most vulnerable and least protected due to defeat it more quickly. Failing that, aim for its chest. Concentrate your efforts between the two as an opportunity to continue to strike until it quits and run runs away. Step four, damage it w its wings. If the ostrich refuses to give up despite your attacks to its neck, aim for its wings. Given the opportunity, now that the ostrich uses its wings not for flight, but to alter its course when running, like a sharp rudder. Damaging its, its wings may marginally improve your chances of running away in a zigzag fashion from your forced retreat. Step 5. Go for the legs. If you find yourself behind or to the side of an ostrich with an easy shot for one of its legs, take it. You know the ostrich's center of gravity depends on entirely on which of those two skinny legs it's standing on. Uh, if given the chance, deliver a blow to Deliver one or both a blow to upset its balance, speed, and striking power. Method three is just don't go near an ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> Method three, just oh don't get in the fight, duh. Don't. And with that, I believe that's where we'll be ending off for tonight. I hope you all enjoyed this madness. And for now, have a good day, and we'll see you next time we go on air. <laughs> Am I late? Did you guys already start?